0: The Public News Service Daily Newscast for February the 22nd, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. A new report shows kids in Florida in the Children's Health Insurance Program could be at most risk of losing health coverage when official public health
1: emergencies for COVID-19 expires. Researchers at the Georgetown University Center for Children and Families warn millions of children could lose coverage as soon as April when states will have to recheck eligibility for everyone enrolled in Medicaid, including kids. The center's executive director, Joan Alker, says the decisions to make CHIP a separate program from Medicaid and to require families to contribute to the cost increase the challenges to keeping kids enrolled.
2: For all of these reasons... We estimate today that 6.7 million children are at extremely high risk of becoming uninsured during this process. As big as this number is, we actually believe this is a conservative estimate.
1: The report says 2.9 million children could re-enroll in public health programs if they lose coverage. But about 3.8 million would have to find other insurance coverage or become uninsured. While kids in all states are at risk of losing coverage, the report lists Florida as one of the states at highest risk, along with Georgia and Texas. I'm Tramel Gomes.
0: Now from the New York Times, after almost two years of restrictions, Prime Minister Boris Johnson on Monday said it was time to live with the coronavirus. He was announcing an end to England's remaining illegal curbs and most free testing, making his country an outlier in the handling of the pandemic. The move comes just a day after an announcement that Queen Elizabeth II had tested positive for the virus. The Times notes some critics say That news underscores the risk of moving too quickly to scrap restrictions and efforts to move children's and young adult books with LGBTQ content to the adult section of the Northeast Arkansas Public Library have some local residents concerned about censorship.
2: At the Jonesboro Public Library, the latest book in a months-long battle over children's books that mention sexuality and other themes is All Boys Aren't Blue, a young adult memoir by George M. Johnson that follows his journey growing up gay and black. Jonesboro parent Valerie Carroll, with Citizens Defending the Craighead County Library, thinks having these stories accessible as young people explore their own identities is crucial. When it comes to the library in Arkansas, LGBTQ youth in this area know that the community and the culture is in a lot of ways actively hostile to them. And so I think it's hugely important that there is some place where a teenager can go to see themselves. And if that place is the library, that's a beautiful thing. I'm Emily Scott.
0: This is P.N.S. This is Black History Month. The effects of environmental justice are being woven into conversations about the ways black communities are left behind, including in states like Minnesota. Even prior to the current racial reckoning, Minnesota drew attention for stark disparities in education and wages. Janae Bates with the group Isaiah says climate issues are no different. She says Minnesota has abundant resources to make sure everyone can live in a safe and healthy community, but policy and planning decisions over time have left out some black populations.
2: We deserve to have, you know, clean air, clean water, healthy land. What we've found is that that is often not the
0: case. The Biden administration has prioritized environmental justice in the new infrastructure law. Bates acknowledges some movement to reverse these problems, but says black communities often aren't made aware of policy developments. I'm Mike Mowen. Amid the pandemic, Kentuckians have shown more interest in local attractions as they stick closer to home.
2: Museums and cultural centers say they're responding to the demand. The local venues are working to increase educational experiences and accessibility. Executive Director of the Bluegrass Music Hall of Fame Museum in Owensboro, Chris Jocelyn, says people have participated in music lessons, concerts, and jam sessions, all without having to leave home.
0: Folks have been looking for opportunities to engage in some adventures that are enriching but still a little closer to home that don't require perhaps a flight or long travel.
2: Last year, the museum received a $15,000 grant from AARP to upgrade its tour experience with a user-friendly audio guide. AARP Kentucky says this year local nonprofit groups and government agencies can apply for its Community Challenge Grants now through March 22nd. The grants are made for quick action projects to make communities more livable. Nadia Ramlagan reporting.
0: Finally, Mary Sherman lets us know brushing, flossing, and other regular checkups at the dentist can ward off cavities. In states like Ohio, oral health is the most prevalent unmet healthcare need among kids.
2: According to a state survey, nearly half of school-age children had a history of tooth decay, and one in five had untreated cavities before the pandemic. Children on Medicaid, living in lower-income families, or from the Appalachian region had a higher prevalence of tooth decay. Dr. Matthew Messina with the Ohio Dental Association says oral health problems can be very disruptive.
0: When children have teeth that hurt, they miss days of school, adults miss days of work, and you can't go to school and concentrate if you have a toothache.
2: Cost, lack of insurance, and provider shortages are common barriers to regular dental visits. Nearly 1.8 million Ohioans live in an area where there are not enough dentists to meet the needs of the community.
0: This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service member and listener supported. Heard on great radio stations, find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.